everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of Girl One. I guess today is very special because it's a debut episode. We are officially launching the series as a podcast. Yay! Yay! We do need your help, so we've launched a Patreon. If you guys are able to help us just a little bit, it would be so appreciated because that way we can get really good audio for you guys. We, I could maybe turn on the AC in the apartment. I could <laughs> maybe pay my friends and feed my friends when they come over. That would be nice because everything that we do right now is free and, and the rental equipment actually costs a lot of money for now. And we would like to continue doing this. So if you could help out in any way, you guys can check out patreon.com slash and that would be awesome. So patrons will get exclusive behind the scenes content. You'll be able to be the first people that have your questions answered on this show. You guys can be entered into a giveaway. Uh, we are going to be doing like a giveaway hand-painted Girlwa denim jacket. So that's one thing, yes. There's some really good incentives to give back to you guys if you're willing to help us out. This will still be uploaded onto YouTube, but you can also subscribe to us on iTunes as well as SoundCloud. If you guys want to submit your questions for future videos, we're also accepting Dear Abby style. So if you want to write to us with a personal situation and you want us to give advice on it as well, we would love to tackle those. Uh, we love answering your questions. Usually I post the questions ahead of time on Instagram, so you can follow me there. So a good debut topic, I think, is consent. Today we're talking about consent, which is a global issue. I don't care what everybody says about everything is moving forward for women, which is great. Sure, we're doing well, but it is not like consent has just disappeared, especially, well, people think North America as very progressive, but consent is still a very prominent issue communication yeah it's key yeah it's pretty simple just talk to your partner that's why your partners i think we are all built in with a certain amount of social skills to have an understanding of to read what people's comfort levels are something like a hug this conversation i had recently with um my cousins and just in um, kids yeah because kids for some reason are always pushed and encouraged to hug like oh, aunties yeah. and uncles, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they're saying, they're like, oh, it's it's rude if you don't hug your aunt or it's rude if you don't give your uncle a kiss on the cheek or something. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Uh, like a, a, a friend of mine, her daughter, she is very shy and she's just, she's not comfortable hugging strangers and people she doesn't know. Her mom was saying like, no, give her a hug. I'm like, no, no. I'm like, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like the mom is like, I don't know if she was embarrassed or if she just felt like you need to do this. Yeah, she felt obligated. But the kid has, it's like their own boundaries, right? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes kids are not given the right amount of encouragement in that way to stick mm -hmm. to their gut. Because yes. like you tell them all the time, don't follow strangers. Don't go into, if someone offers you candy, like don't do that. So why shouldn't you still follow that same gut reaction yeah. if like, I just don't want to hug you, and that's okay. In Whatever North America, else it might be. too, yeah. they're big on hugging, which is annoying. Yeah. That Cleo and I always <laughs> talked about. Cleo and I always said, because I was saying how Japanese culture is so nice, where respect is shown through bowing, and mm -hmm. there's yeah, no touching like involved. That. Plus, it's very efficient. You can address the entire room <laughs> by just bowing. Yeah. North America, you have to fucking hug every single person before yeah. you leave, and it's like, ugh. Yeah. Or like, 
there's still a bit of gray area when you first meet somebody and you're like do I hug you or do you do I shake your hand which is so yeah, weird that you would weird. hug somebody before you even know them yeah. like you don't know if someone has like trauma with being touched or not exactly so like yeah. it's something that has to be respected and I feel like a lot of people in North America don't respect anyone's boundaries like yes. people can just see like men who put like their hands on the smell of your back uh, or whatever and shit like that like yes. that is a consent issue too and it's it so like minuscule but like you can't just touch people without their permission there's also those people that are like i'm a hugger and i'm like i don't give a shit don't yeah. touch me yeah. <laughs> like, did you guys ever have in school those boys that come up to you and massage you yes what whoa yes what i forgot about it until what, you what? You yeah. Them massage you? Yeah. yeah. Why? It's happened more in high school That's for so me. That's so weird. Yeah. But they would. They'd come behind you and like... They're like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Like, Sometimes oh, the people what? that I knew, they would scare me. Yeah. And then they'd start massaging Ew. me. Not just that. Massage, tickling. Shit. I fucking hate that. Tickling yeah. and poking was such a thing in high school. Maybe yeah. poking, but and massaging? That's, I can't that's weird. stand it. I can't I handle... I've never heard of that. I hate it when guys oh. i have a, i already have a thing with guys touching me like i hate i cannot do like guy masseuses and like guy doctors and mm. just oh, wow. even so yeah even with my dad i can't really hug my dad it sounds very sad i know all the white people are going like oh my god you can't be affectionate <laughs> with your dad and it's like sorry <laughs> It's different, yo. Like, it's different. Yeah. I know you know how I feel. <laughs> yeah, Do you guys have any experiences with your own personal stories of consent and non-consent yeah. growing up? Yeah. So I was in a relationship where, you know, we're obviously learning more about each other as we go from the beginning into, like, where we ended off. Mm -hmm. With this person in particular, I enjoyed being intimate with him at the beginning because like, that's when you start to explore. It got to a point where I didn't feel like my needs were being met. Yeah. So I didn't feel the need to always want to have sex with him. Yeah. But he would, he'd make a face or like his mood would change if like he hinted at it and I was not in the mood. He just indicated his displeasure. Of yeah. And you. like, and I don't know, when I'm thinking of myself as a person, especially, like, in a relationship, like, I think I'm a pretty great partner, and, like, as a, as a sexual partner, like, I... Thanks, B. Thanks, I had B. a dream once. Oh, my God, <laughs> me too! Sexy dream. Oh, I, I, I have yet to have a sexy dream about Cleo. We Kurt. had it on the same night. Yeah. Wait, you guys had a they sexy dream? Cleo and I had a sex night. dream about Cleo on the same or, night. On Kurt. Kurt, yeah. <laughs> Wow. She got in your heads. You must have worn something <laughs> real nice that night. Maybe. If he like wanted to have sex or or do anything, mm -hmm. and like I wasn't in the mood, then he yeah he would show his displeasure or he his his mood would change and like it's very visible. Yeah. And then I felt like a sense of obligation yes. or like a sense of like I need to fix that. Mm -hmm. So then I'd be like, okay, and like I would do it. And I hated it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't catch myself at the beginning. Yeah, it's because abuse. But that's the thing. It like does, I, it, it, it builds up. Yeah. And it's I didn't 
I didn't recognize it because mm -hmm. I'm with my partner and I'm like, oh, well, I'm with my boyfriend. I'm doing this and I'm like, yeah, it feels good. I didn't feel like it. Like, maybe I just need to get into it. Yes. Maybe I need to, like, you know, kind of... I don't know what the word is, but like, you know, I'll, I'll feel good when I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. There are other things that affect your mood sexually. Like mm -hmm. if you're going through depression, if yeah. you have a lot of stress at work, if you're not taking care of yourself, you know, mm -hmm. like if you start to see these things in your partner, maybe put your dick aside for five yeah. seconds and then ask your partner, what can I do to make you feel good? Put aside your sexual selfishness and be able to be like, oh, well, why don't I draw you a bath or something? Like, do you know how much you would get yeah. if you were to be more fulfilling outside of just... If you're just considerate. Yeah, considerate, exactly. In a but relationship is more than just having sex all the time. Exactly. exactly. Or even asexual relationships where sex may not be in the picture at all. Sex is not the only thing, but sometimes people make it into the only yeah. thing. Yeah. Me included. But later on when we had like a big argument about this he had admitted to saying like i did notice that you didn't want to and i'm like then why didn't you say anything why yeah, didn't why you, did you why did you keep like, going yeah. Yeah. and yeah. then that conversation took a very dark, dark turn yeah and it was his realization my realization of what had happened mm -hmm. and he called it for what it was and i was so emotional yes and i broke down and I was like, I can't believe you allowed this to happen. Yes. When you saw me being like this. It's very hard for men to confront their, that they, they have also internalized these ways of pressuring women into doing things or like that they're, they, they have this privilege of getting what they want. So it's like, I can guarantee you almost all guys have practiced some ways of non-consent but to actually be confronted by it is like, they don't want to think of themselves as a bad person. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's like, sure, you may not be a bad person and it's a systemic issue, but almost all guys have done something like this before and you need to just accept it. Stop making yourself the victim and like, just learn from it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, I guess that's why they don't want to talk about it because people don't want to confront that they've, they could have been the person. They could have, they could have that caused person. that for somebody else. Yeah. The the prevalence of marital rape mm. is such like it's such a it's it's still such a prevalent concept where it's like once you're my partner, they feel that a lot of people feel like they have ownership over that person's body. It's like such a fucked up way of thinking where it's like, well, I have needs and you need to meet my needs. It's like Sexual needs are very different from yeah. emotional needs. And there's also that pressure because with immigrant families, I feel like yes. a lot of the time the pressure is put on the woman to satisfy the man. Mm -hmm. And it's the woman's fault when the man is displeased or yes. upset or anything like that. Yeah. So if the woman isn't giving it up, it's her fault. Yep. And if she, you know, holds her own... There are some cases where, you know, that's where domestic abuse also comes in and that's yes. where it leads into other problems. Yes. And yeah, consent, it doesn't matter if you've been married. It doesn't matter if you're together in a relationship. Like whatever the status of you and your partner is, if your partner doesn't want to do anything like that, they don't have to. In previous generations, especially mm -hmm. 
they just accept it as that's just the thing. Yeah. You just have to serve your husband. That's yeah. just it. Yeah. And it's still a systemic issue because even though we talk about it now, about we're preaching active consent, like we still have internalized these feelings of like feeling pressured to please the, the person, our partners, um, men especially. Recently, when Stephanie and I were having sex, we he we were doing we were doing this fun thing so he was going down on me and then I was getting close and I didn't want to come yet Mm -hmm. so then I was like no no but then because we were in that role he didn't stop Um, and then I was like and but I was like no 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 and then eventually he stopped but then in that moment I at like when I when he finally conceded and stopped I genuinely felt fear for the first time and was like holy fuck like this person has physical power over me and I'm so vulnerable right now that he could if he wanted to he could have done something to me Mm. and then but then it is really fucked up because I can't believe that I let myself do this but I I was like oh but I don't want to ruin the mood so we'll just keep having sex so then we had sex And then afterwards, right after we finished, I started crying and he was like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then I was like, I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened, but I just like, I felt genuinely scared. I felt scared for the first time. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you have to tell me like if you, yeah, he was like, you have to tell me if you want to stop, like why did you not stop me? And I was like, well, I didn't want to ruin the mood. And then realizing yeah. that that's the stupidest yeah. reason. And like, we're deep into our relationship and I still can't believe that I encountered this recently, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like women think that all the time. Yes, it's where we feel like, like, oh, I don't want to ruin the yeah, mood. Yeah, and you yeah. feel bad. So you just do it anyway, even if you don't really want to do it. Which one do I start with? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Barbados. Okay, that one. Um, so we went on a trip. We were out one night, and I was talking to this guy, and we wanted to. We were gonna go to his place to have sex. Long story short, we ended up at his place, and I couldn't go in because he was like he was in Barbados for work, and like they wouldn't allow guests at where he was staying after a certain time. Um, so then he was told to like get his driver to take me home so that's what we're gonna do so i get in the car and he they told him he has to come with me otherwise i don't think he would have come um so he gets in the car with me we're driving home and there was like the driver in the front and we're at like the re- the back seats it's like an suv and then i don't know how it happened but he pulled his dick out and he basically just like put my face on it so I just and I didn't really know I don't know I didn't know what to do so I just did it and I didn't want I guess I didn't want to do it Mm -hmm. I'm sure I didn't but I didn't know what else to do so I just I just did it and it was it was bad um and we got to where we were staying and my friends weren't there yet because it was late at night and they let me they trusted that I could go off with this guy and it would be fine. And they were doing their own thing. So they weren't back at our hotel yet. 
And so I get out of the car and I go to the door and he like came with me um, to see if my friends were there and they weren't. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just going to wait here on the steps. And then he pulls his dick out again. And he like, again, my face on it. So, and then he like came on my face, which again is like another thing that maybe you should ask, especially if I just met this guy like that night. Um, And he like, he didn't have a tissue or he like asked me after he came on my face, he's like, oh, did you want something to wipe your face? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. I'm just I'm just going to sit here with cum on my face for the rest of the night. And then he kind of just left. Like, I don't even know what the last words were, but it wasn't great. I think he could tell I was like not happy. I was really pissed. So he just left and he drove off in the car. He didn't even, and he knew I was in this foreign country. I didn't live there. My friends weren't with me. So he just left me on the steps. So that was one. And as I'm like talking about it, I didn't even, consent really wasn't something that I thought about. Mm -hmm. And I think that's normal for women to like think that way because we just don't, I don't know. I feel like we're constantly put in situations we don't want to be in. Yes. So we're just used to that. Yep. And I knew I felt like shit. And I couldn't really pinpoint why. Mm -hmm. But in hindsight, I understand why. And people will argue. They'll be like, well, why put yourself in that situation in the first place? Like, why why would you just be a a hoe and sleep around? And it's like, just because... Yeah. 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 Like, sex is not the problem. Having sex with, I can have sex with who I want to. That's just not the situation that I wanted to be in. It's situational where some days you want something, some days you don't want something. Like, yeah. it's not about, we're not saying don't do kinky shit. We're just saying, know your boundaries. Consent yes. to the kinky shit. Yeah. yeah. I think I told you guys about this one before. Um, a partner who I had, we had conversations about like what I've done and what I haven't done and stuff. At the time, I hadn't done any, like, anal stuff, really. And he knew that. But I didn't really understand what was happening at the time. Mm. But I think he was, like, he was, like, prepping me. Like, prepping my butthole. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so, and eventually, I didn't really understand what was happening. But then he just put, he just put a butt plug in me. And I didn't even really... I don't remember. I think, I think so, but I I didn't, I didn't think he was going to do, I don't know why. It was invasive. I just didn't think he was going to do anything there, but he did. And when he did, I was like shocked and I didn't know what to do. So I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. But then after I was, I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck? And I, it took a while to process that, I think, until after and when I was telling you guys about it at the time. Mm -hmm. And I think I did, I messaged him and I was like, yeah, that thing you did, I wasn't happy with it. Like I didn't, I wasn't expecting it. And you knew that I hadn't done anything like that before. So you should have like said something before you did that. And he was apologetic and stuff, which is nice. But I think that's also evidence to the fact that they, 
a lot of men don't know when they're doing something. Like, they, they're just not aware. Yes. And they're right. really ignorant to the fact that they're... They I'm not letting that man off, though. Because yeah, yeah. He, ha- he is fucking aware, so... Yes. But that's, like, a separate issue. Because <laughs> it's also... It's hard to speak up in those situations. Especially if you're confused about what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't. Yeah. And it, I understand what you mean by, like, it takes processing and then hindsight is mm-hmm. really when, like, emotions start to surface and then you're like, whoa, like, fuck. It's trauma. It's yeah. It's, it's like, like you don't, trauma. you, like, I don't know, I'm still unpacking trauma I had as a child. And yep. it's just like, oh, that was abuse or something. Like, yeah. you, mm-hmm. if you don't have the language or, like, words... Yeah. associated with it you don't know you can very yeah. easily have consensual casual sex yep. and it doesn't mean that just because you're like that something like that happened that you're asking for it and i know people are going to be like well yeah. she's asking for it no f- fucking no, no. Y- y'all need to remove that from your vocabulary yeah. no one is ever asking for it Mm-mm. If you think about, like, have you ever seen, I'm sure plenty of people have seen this, where that museum made an um, exhibit of hanging clothes of rape victims? Oh, fuck. Uh, have you seen that? No. no. So there's a museum. Yeah, I don't know if I... No, no, no. So they, <laughs> yeah. but they were proving a point because yeah, some yeah. were, like, raincoats, sweaters, yeah. oh, turtlenecks, absolutely. and whatever. One was, like, a little girl's dress because it was a child. It doesn't... People who make the argument and the excuse that what you wear or what you did, it's like she was asking for it or he was asking for it because it does go, you know, both ways. Yes. It does. No one is ever asking to be sexually assaulted or Mm -hmm. raped. No one is asking for that. Yeah. And for other people to be like, well, it's their fault. It's the victim's fault. No, it was a person who caused that action. It is yeah. their fault. I just don't understand out of all like all the crimes in the world, why is it that sexual assault is the one where they blame the victim? It's like I could somebody could walk into a bank. Oh, you put yourself in that situation where that guy robbed the bank. You yeah. deserve to have your money stolen. There are so like, many steps that lead to a sexual assault. Like there is a person who's in power over another person making a decision to actively harm them yes like you are making that choice you did that to someone and you need to realize that that was your fucking choice and And you're a horrible person and you should fucking die (laughs) like (laughs) fuck you it's fucked up Mm-hmm. Like, it needs to be taught to people. And, like, it's not, like we've already discussed, it's not just the sex thing. It's just, like, respecting another human being, mm-hmm. which is, like, what everyone should do. Yeah. And yet, there are, like, these fucked up power dynamics, like, with not only just, like, your gender, but also, like, race mm-hmm. and, like, sexual orientation and all of those structures come into play. Trans women are more likely to be sexually assaulted than a cis woman and, like... But nobody cares about no. what happens to them because yeah. they're not a priority in yeah. society. Mm-hmm. And like realizing that as a society, we are failing people every day by not giving them the voice they deserve, not respecting them as victims, and by allowing people to get away with what they do. Because mm-hmm. like rapists who are white men who 
have a lot of money, they get away with whatever they want. Whatever it they doesn't, want. It doesn't matter. 50, how many people confirmed, Kev, what's his name? Like, Kavanaugh? Yeah. So many people confirmed him. And white women confirmed him, too. Yep. So, like, you need to, like, look at yourself as a person and realize that you're, like, rotting on the inside. Because yep. you're, like, awful. Yeah. Well, now that I'm, like, talking about it, I feel like anytime something has happened to me, I guess sexual assault-wise, I never really think about it that way. Or I come out of it just being like, okay, that thing happened. And then I just try to forget about it, I guess. Yeah. I was at, a, I was at the doctor. Um, this was like when I was a teenager. And I went, because I have eczema, I just went to a walk-in because I didn't have like a family doctor. I just went to like get a refill on this cream I use for my eczema. And the doctor comes in and he comes in with like his assistant or whatever, who's like a younger guy. And the doctor's like an old white man. And I told him like, oh, I just need this cream for like my eczema. And he's like, where do you usually get it on your body? And I'm like, oh, like my arms, my legs, sometimes my chest and... Yeah, but it wasn't, like, that bad at the time. But he's like, show me, show me, like, the spots where they are. So I, like, showed him my arms and stuff. And he's like, can you show me your chest? And I'm like, and I just kind of went like that. And he's like, no, lift up your shirt. So I, like, I lifted it up to here. And he's he's like, no, lift it up, like, all the way. And it was gross. It was like, I... I was at the time I knew that was wrong because that was unnecessary I didn't tell him like it was all up in here he could have like seen one spot and been like yeah Yeah. that's it whatever but he like made me like flash him I was like a teenager and the assistant was there and the assistant I could tell felt uncomfortable and that's how I knew it was like wrong because he I didn't really want to do it and the assistant was kind of like Okay. Like yeah. And then the doctor came and he like came up close to me and he was te- he's like, "Come, like let's take a look at this." And it was just the most uncomfortable thing. And in that situation, what do you do because that's like an a authority figure. Yeah. Exactly. And he could easily just be like, "Oh, I'm just doing my job. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do." But when you know, like, I knew that was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But how am I supposed to be able to, like, yeah, and be like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Especially at that young of an age. Like, you don't know what you should be doing in those situations. Yes. And you know that you don't have the power, so you feel like Mm -hmm. you have to Mm -hmm. do those things. That's disgusting. My friend that is in the system... He's a teacher in the system, broke down to me every grade that what they're being taught. And the current sex ed curriculum, in my personal opinion, is already lacking. And then for Doug Ford to repeal it. So our current premier is trying to repeal the sex ed curriculum and remove like cyberbullying, sexting um, topics. Well, I was also never taught consent. And like there's simple things that they teach like no means no. But that is such a broad and very superficial band-aid over a huge gaping wound. The saying like no means no is obviously it was like a good start, but to unequivocally be yes, that's like 
the essence of consent. To have that removed from our education is so detrimental to both boys and girls. The culture of frat boys, the culture of like just boys getting together and objectifying women, the way that they talk about women and it's just, it's insane. The conversations that you hear like, eh, it's not just locker room chat, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't also keep saying boys will be boys. If I hear no, another person I, say I, that, yeah. what does that I will. mean? It's no. stupid. Gender is a construct. Yeah. Yes. And I know for like men, it's harder to speak up if they're like victims of mm-hmm. sexual assault and stuff. Mm-hmm. But just like we need to do it so that more people will believe us and stuff. They, they should feel like they can do it as well, even though it's probably in some ways a lot harder for them to come forward because of what they're taught and like masculinity yeah and they probably feel like they shouldn't have they shouldn't have a problem with like people coming on to them because they're men like they should feel like their feelings aren't valid yeah Yeah. and i feel like even as women sometimes we think that about men we're like well isn't that what you want like you want Mm. yeah you want to have sex all the time you want like girls to come on to you or whatever but that's not that's also not a great way of thinking we're the ones who are taught to like be on our guard and yes. make sure yeah. that we avoid. have to prevent yeah, ways of not it. being it's sexually assaulted we have to do it yeah but like you don't teach the guys that you have to do it yeah, yeah. you have yeah. to not rape people you have to yeah. like respect people and not treat them as objects mm-hmm. and that's just like a that? principle of being a human being I was thinking about like consent also with like white people and touching black people's hair <gasps> Let's talk about that. Oh shall my we? god. Shall we? Well, like, I know it's like a fucking. Talk. No, it's important. It Sorry, is I also blew still taking that it's person's hurt. body for. Like, you're. you're you, you, you don't know. have the right or the authority. Here are things that you don't have the consent to do to other people. If they're a person of color and you are a white person, don't touch their hair. Do not even ask to touch their hair because you. Why? First, analyze why you want to touch their hair. Yes. Ask yourself. (laughs) Ask yourself. What what will you gain from that? Another thing, um, in terms of gender, like, don't just, like, assume people's gender or ask them, like, are you a boy or a girl or stuff like that. Like, that's disrespectful also. Consent falls into all of these things. Um, So... It really comes down to, like, just respecting human beings. Yes. So if you have any stories of your own that you're comfortable with sharing, we would love to hear more from the audience. Um, Of course, for all the other future videos, you guys can write to us, tell us about your issues. We'd love to tackle it. If you guys enjoyed these videos, it would be so helpful if you could support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash and um, you, that way you guys can get exclusive behind the scenes access and you'll also get first dibs on asking questions, having your questions answered and shout outs as well as having your topic of choice tackled for the next issue. So yes, um, you guys can subscribe to us on YouTube if you want to watch the video or subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud if you want to listen to the podcast. We hope you guys... <laughs> We hope you guys enjoyed this video. Thank you for watching and listening, and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye.